0: Back again with another episode of Millennials to Millionaires. I'm Alicia Ace West.
1: I'm Twee Twee Estate. Daniel King, a.k.a. King Salt.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about hustle smarter, not harder. Because they say that the average person will work 90,000 hours, um, one third of your life will be dedicated to what you're working on. And that's like if you do an average job, like a regular like nine to five. That's a lot. One third of your life is going to be spent gone. at your workplace. It's like that. I don't know about God. you. I've had plenty of like coworkers and environments that I just hated being in. So that's I personally my... don't want to yeah. waste that and I want to be able to work smarter. So You
2: have to. Mm-hmm. You know, so For me, whenever I deal with clients, I'm always like, you have to be able to leverage those around you, leverage individuals. Uh You know, my first property that I bought, like I mentioned earlier, I was able to leverage my sister and her great employment situation and her great income and and her great credit. And that's how I was able to get my first property, right? You can't be afraid to lean on people, right? And also a lot of people are in um, employment situations where they're employer will match their RSP contribution so it's like why not maximize those contributions mm-hmm. and and allow your employer to match it so now you're you're yielding more money on your money mm-hmm. but we're not here to talk about stocks cuz we don't know that much about stocks
1: <laughs> we know that
2: real estate is the vehicle mm-hmm. of course real estate is the vehicle there's so many different projects projects and properties that allow you to put money down incrementally mm-hmm. with flexible deposit structures mm-hmm. you know so I always tell people that you can live off less. Mm-hmm. You know, you can live off less. You don't really need to have all your money. I think it's a fear that people have this like separation anxiety once they see their money leave. But yeah, when you're yeah. invested in real estate, your money is still there. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not like you're spending it; like, it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's what like, it's just working for you. It. It's working, right? Mm-hmm. It takes money to make money, right? Real mm-hmm. estate is a is a tool, it's a vehicle that allow you to make money while you're sleeping, mm-hmm. literally. And, and you
0: know that's, that's, that's a key. quote that everybody be talking yeah. about Like how are you making money while you sleep
1: Yeah what does Fab say? He's like making money in my sleep That's why my sheets feel nice Right. You know, He but got
0: those 300 thread sheets <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah no but to be honest with you um, I know quite a few millionaires And there's not one of them that has ever told me That they've made a million or millions by saving that's really a thing I think that they're in those positions because of wise investments that they make you know very very key investments and you know they allow their money to work for them and that's the difference between you know people that work for money you know 95% of the world you know trade their time for money but truthfully the 5% that are the wealthiest in the world actually are able to to let their money work for them mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so even with rich dad poor dad uh, which we talked on episode one uh, there's what's called the cash flow quadrant yeah right? break
0: that down because you be preaching about that
1: <laughs> listen so what is it line to be honest right? with you. <laughs> <Cash flow laughs> you, be like, you need to know listen, this you, you
0: need to know this you have
1: to <laughs> right it's a box and hopefully we can put it up on the screen for you but this is what it is there's a box there's e s on the left side A B and an I on the right side. So you obviously want to know what do those acronyms mean. Mm -hmm. On the left side of the quadrant, that's where 95% of the word falls. So you're either an employee or you're self-employed. So me starting off, you know, first job at Sportcheck, sold hardwood floors, sold cars, sold hot tubs. I was working for someone else Mm -hmm. as the majority of the world is. Right. When I opened my car dealership, I transitioned from being an employee to S to being Mm self-employed. Right. So. I was still trading my time for money, though, because if I yeah. didn't work, if I didn't get out of my bed then and go to the auction, money. I don't make any money. That's
0: where but, I'm at right now.
1: Right? So it's okay to be there. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to stay there. Stay there. there. And that is why we're here today. And this is what what we want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. It's not about working harder because I remember when I was, you know, selling hardwood floors and I was working for a company called Lumber Liquidators. I worked my way up from the warehouse to sales associate, assistant manager, and I ended up actually running the store. Mm-hmm. And I was working seven days a week and I was working 14 to 16 hour days. And every month, no matter how much overtime I did, I would cap out at a certain number. Mm-hmm. That was number hard. was... $3,750 46 cents. And I'll <laughs> never forget because I couldn't make any more than that. Uh-huh. After the taxes came out of my check, that's how much money I could take home. And it was a little bit unmotivating because it's like I'm hitting my targets. I'm crushing the sales. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm working so hard. I'm working so hard, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm not getting any more money. Yeah. So it's like, why am I working so hard for mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to, you know, dial it the back, save my energy. Yeah. And, you know, I'll just give you just enough so that Mm -hmm. I can make that money. Right. So the key is, you know, it's okay to be on the left side of the quadrant, but the key is to shift your mindset from the left to the right side. So we talked about the left on the right side. The B is for business owners. The I is for investors. So business owner, that means, you know, you can own a franchise. You know, your brother owns, you know, a few champagne boutiques Mm -hmm. and the barbershop and other things like that. So he understands, you know, the the importance of being a business owner. Oh, yeah, now, your brother, around. he doesn't cut hair. I've never seen him cut hair. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let him cut my hair. No, wow. he can cut, though. He can cut? <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: But I've he's never, like, who you think cut my hair? But,
1: but i never seen him uh-huh. with the clippers in his hands, mm-hmm. right? Because he's the boss, right? And he is the business owner. So even though he doesn't show up to work every day, even though he doesn't show up to the business mm-hmm. or the champagne boutique or he's the spot every and day,
0: he still makes. He gets money.
1: residual income still. every day. The yeah. same way, if you were to buy a McDonald's franchise, mm-hmm. you know you don't necessarily need to be there, right? You put people in positions. You have a system that you're going to build, mm-hmm. right? So the most important quadrant, in my opinion, is the I, and that's investing. That's you know you can be working, you know you can still be an employee, and you can be an investor. You mm-hmm. can be in that both of those quadrants, mm-hmm. and hopefully. If you make wise investments, mm-hmm. you don't need your job. You know, mm-hmm. you can actually make some key investments that, you know, you have cash flow coming in for your job. could be your hobby. It could be. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But a lot of people work to survive. And, you know, when their alarm clock goes off in the morning, it's a dreadful feeling because they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Right. I always said that like, even my mom, I'm like, listen, if you want to work, you can. But I want it to be a choice. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want I don't want you to work out of fear that we're not going to have food yeah. or we're not going to have a shelter or that, you know, if we get sick, that we can't buy medicine. I want you to work because you're bored, you know, and it's a passion of yours, <laughs> you know? So and, and that's key. So in, in terms of the I quadrant, is it's being an investor, right? And what could you invest in? The best investment is real estate, no. right? So down. pre-construction, resale, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. The key is whatever you're making in either of those quadrants to invest and allow your money to work for you so that while you are sleeping, you're able to make, make money. money and your sheets can feel it get nice. Paid still. You know, <laughs> fab, <laughs> Mr. Fab, you know, but that, that's very important. So that's the cash flow quadrant. The key is get to the right side. Only 5% of the world is there. Uh, but if you get there, it's very rewarding. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do what you want. And, you know, when things like this happen in the world, like COVID and you have a pandemic, you're not relying on the government to give you $2,000 a month because you have streams of income that yeah. are coming in, mm-hmm. you know, multiple streams of income that are coming in. So essentially, you know, your life isn't over. You know, they say one stream of income is is too close to no stream of income. And I think that COVID was a wake-up call for a lot of people Mm -hmm. where it's like they were relying on just one job and then they realized that, wait, I'm not an essential service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta stay home and now I gotta depend on this two grand a month. But what if your mortgage is 3,500 bucks a month? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then what? Where do I come mm-hmm. up with the other 15? Yeah. You know, like where's that money actually coming from? But then it
0: also sucks that like the economy is so expensive that it forces you to like have to have multiple jobs or mm-hmm. like streams of, streams, do you know what it streams of income. Multiple
2: streams of income. Is it optional? It's mandatory.
0: mm -hmm, No, it it is mandatory because that's the only, especially living in a city like Toronto, like your rent alone is Mm -hmm. so much money. So for the average person, they do have multiple jobs. They have two jobs, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because even with normal nine to fives, like they just can't pay you anymore Mm -hmm. um, unless you're in like those like luxury industries, maybe like tech and stuff like that. Sciences.
2: like realistic, I think now is a great time for people to start exercising certain passions that they have. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Right, right? So I mean, if you got you're an time artist, on your hands, if you're right? An artist, maybe start painting more. If yeah. You're, if you're a, a musician, maybe start recording more. You mm-hmm. know. So now start leveraging your passions a mm-hmm. bit more. For sure. You know, I have a passion for business, so me and my friends got together, we started an underwear company. You know, started as just a hobby. Shout I mean, out to Topics. Topicwear, right? Yeah. Topicwear.com. I got, I got wearing them right now. All right. That's she a, a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we started this as a hobby, yeah. And then as time progressed, it mm-hmm. kept growing, it kept yeah. growing, kept growing. And then That's we parted awesome. up with Serge Ibaka, and I mm-hmm. see and that. we had a launch event, yeah. And CB24, City TV, yeah. I'm here on the news, talk yeah. on the news. Yeah. Oh, that was you, yeah. yeah. Was Somebody
0: yeah. sent me a press release about that, asking yeah. me to do an interview with Serge. All right, well,
2: yeah. we
1: did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for not showing up. Yeah. We really appreciate it. No, you know? I
0: wasn't here for the event. I oh, wasn't okay. in the city. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah that was
1: at STK, right? Yeah. yeah uh, we, I did was it, in... we did it in Yorkville and then we went to STK after. Okay, that was awesome. Yeah. And that was when, like, you know, the Raptors won. So, you know, that it was, was great. Like the time can, It was better great time. timing. Yeah. You timing, you better time, timing was right? perfect. And, you know, you got an amazing product, but that was a passion of yours. It was a passion that 100%. I just decided to try.
0: All listen to it. Um, when Steve Harvey said don't chase after your passion you and actually chase after your dreams, Dream, exactly. right? Because that's when you get to wake up and do the thing that you've always dreamed of, the thing that you, you love. love the most and you're able to like make money and essentially flourish in that. Then it's and not then, work.
1: When you're doing what you love, it's yeah, not work. No. And
0: it takes off so much like anxiety and stress and it mm-hmm. just makes your life so much better. But like even when you do tap into like interests or talents that you, you have that you don't think of anything, you don't know how you can monetize it. Mm-hmm. Everything is monetizable, but a yeah. lot people don't realize that Mm. or believe no or they don't believe it
1: speaking of multiple sorry to cut you about multiple streams of income i remember growing up my mom was always like you know it's it's nice to have multiple streams of income it was Mm. like a luxury Mm -hmm. back then i think where we are right now it's 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 a necessity (laughs) right so the average millionaire has seven streams of income so you're for, if you're a millennial listening to this and you want to become a millionaire, that's your goal. You want to get yeah. to seven streams.
0: A.K.A. Yeah. start working like a Jamaican. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm a few shorts, so I got, I got work to do. You got yeah. a couple more to go. Talk yeah. About. Yeah.
0: I got a lot more. So for anybody out there that's really looking to buy their first property, mm-hmm. are there any type of incentives so, right now, incentives?
2: so right now, the government just launched a first-time homebuyer incentive. Mm-hmm. So essentially what that means is they'll match your your deposit or your down payment contribution. So if you need 5%, mm-hmm. if you need 5%, the government will loan you 5% towards your down payment. So they will have a 5% stake in your property. I mean, on one end, it's a little weird. The government owns a bit of your house. Mm-hmm. But on the other end, if you have no options or That's you're, a great you're running out, it helps you get into the market. It helps you get into the market, mm-hmm. right? So they have their own little requirements. But at the end of the day, it's about... Getting into the market. You know, Mm -hmm. there's never a right time to buy real estate. Time to buy real estate is now. Yeah, the best time is now. The best time was yesterday, actually. Exactly. So if you break it down, let's say the house is Mm $300,000 and you borrow 5% from them, that's $15,000 and the house value goes up to $400,000, mm-hmm. now their stake is worth $20,000. So you give them back their 20, and you have that whole increase that yeah. held $80,000 to keep to the face. That's mm-hmm. your money. That's so real you eventually, money, tax-free money.
0: So you eventually do have to pay them back when yeah, you get so it.
2: The, so the way it's said is that they will allow you 25 years to, to sell. Okay. You, know, you don't have to sell within that 25 years. But you
0: at least have to pay them back. But eventually. Yeah.
2: Right? But at the end of the day... Your property would have appreciated so much more mm-hmm, greater yeah. than what you owe them that it's minuscule in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. You know, so people have to take advantage of certain opportunities. People say, I talk to people sometimes and they're telling me, Oh yeah, I'm saving. Yeah, I'm at like 50 or I'm at 40. I'm saving to buy a crib. Mm-hmm. You can buy it now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's programs, there's incentives that are that out there help. that that will allow you to achieve that faster because the more you wait, the more expensive things get. So you're essentially you're it's it's like counterproductive. you're waiting but things are going higher. so mm-hmm. it's like you're not even you're not even benefiting from waiting.
0: So how much do you think that a first-time buyer should have saved for buying their first property?
2: I'd say minimum five to seven percent.
0: Of whatever the property value is values, yeah, because
1: yeah. you got to take in consideration your closing costs as yeah. well. Yeah, mm-hmm. we talked about that in the earlier episodes where. <laughs> and how
0: much is the closing cost usually?
1: I think one to one point five percent. Yeah. Of oh, your, okay. Of your fees, so it's but
0: usually less than what you actually put down for your deposit.
1: Most definitely. Yeah. yeah so yeah, let's sure. say you're buying a property for three hundred thousand, budget anywhere from three to five grand for your closing costs, which will cover your land transfer tax legal fees and any other fees that are applied Um, but with first-time home buyers you actually get a credit up to up to four thousand so depending on where you're buying you know that land transfer tax could cap at four thousand, mm-hmm. or let's say your tax is fifty five hundred, you're just paying that difference of fifteen hundred. So that's what that's the government's way of saying, you know,
0: we're trying for, to bless we're you. We're trying to bless you with, you with a little
1: four. So bands. like
0: the four thousand dollars, these are two different two, two different, different things, pro, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, two two different things. Things. So those four thousand dollars, do you have to pay that one back?
1: Nope, it's free bands. Mm-hmm. That is, it's an incentive that you don't have to, it's not a loan at all. It's, and then it's also
0: with first-time buyers, you only, you don't have to pay like 20%, right? You no. Can, the minimum is like five. No.
1: Yeah.
2: Minimum is 5% down. Uh, when you're a first-time home buyer, you have to utilize CMHC. So that's mm-hmm. Canadian Housing Board Corporation. So they'll, they essentially back you when you're approaching the government or you're approaching the bank for financing. Okay. So they'll say, okay, Alicia, Yeah, okay, you don't have 20%, Mm -hmm. So, but we looked at your employment, we looked at your credit, we trust you, we're going to back you. That if you were to default, that we have your back. So your your bank needs that stamp of approval. And that's all that you really need once you're below that 20%. Above 20%, it's like the bank saying, if you're giving us 20% Mm -hmm. and you messed this up, that's on you. You just gave us a whole bunch of money. So they don't need no insurance. They don't need no one to back you.
1: For sure. To make it very simple for people that may not understand, CMHC is pretty much just insurance. Mm-hmm. So the same way you get car and you have car insurance, yep. you know, when you're buying a property and you're not putting a lot of money down, mm-hmm. you're only putting a little bit down at like 5%. Mm-hmm. The bank is saying, oh, I don't know about you. You're only putting down 20, 30 grand. Mm-hmm. You know, I need someone to, you know, just in case you default and you're not able to make your payments, who is going to, you know, be and that's where CMHC would step in. Okay. But like he said, when you're putting 20% down, you know, on a property that's you know, 400,000, you know, they said, okay, that's you know, it's, it's like, good, it's good money. a large lump sum, right? Yeah, that's there. good, that's yeah. good money. So, so they trust you a little they bit. They trust you. So yeah. if you, if you're gonna walk away from 20%. Not very many people are gonna do that. It takes it takes a while to, to save up and build that down payment. So you're more invested. You got more skin in the game. Mm-hmm. So once you have that, you know you don't have to do that. But with CMHC, there's small fees and stuff like that that are applied, mm-hmm. but they protect you, right? And in, in, the, in the event that anything would happen, so gotcha. it's always good to have that that protection.
2: One last thing, the first time homebuyer incentive. What makes it so great is if that property reduces in value god Mm -hmm. forbid like it's not going to happen but let's say something crazy happened worse than covid and all of a sudden like everything was just destroyed Mm -hmm. and that property reduced in value you'd still only pay your percentage of that new value Mm -hmm. so if you bought something for three hundred thousand dollars and you bought 15 grand from them and it went down to $250,000 Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You wouldn't even owe them fifteen grand. You'd owe them twelve five. Oh, yeah. Wow. What are the chances of that happening? It's not happening. I don't know. Not but, probably uh, not
0: here. But, yeah, but who? Shoot, you never know, yeah. right? happened in Detroit. It's so not <laughs> if
2: that happens, and then, then we all lose a lot. Right.
1: <laughs> if God is <laughs> going right? down that, that means like, we buy in some more. You know, right? we buy, we buy we buy low and we, we sell high. high.
0: You gotta, you down. gotta move differently.
1: <laughs> 100%. Trans.
0: Are there any other resources that people could look into, like do their little Googles on?
2: You know what a great tool is the mortgage calculator. Okay. People underestimate that. You put in a little purchase price and you get back your figure. So now that you can, now you can assess your finances and see what things you can afford given your current rate of expenditures and that sort of thing that's a great tool to utilize mm-hmm. and yeah i mean just even banks all have like their their spending charts and all that stuff where you can calculate where you spend money you'll be surprised how much money people probably spend on like uber eats i know myself i don't cook yeah so that i'm guilty of that because I spend on Uber Eats every single day, probably like 60, Slack, like, yeah. Yeah, probably 60 I got, I got meal day, I there, but
1: I got wow. meal prep. I Smart. pay like two bills for the week. I get Smart. meal prep. so Yeah, I'm getting raped right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: no, no, no. I got to
2: mm-hmm.
1: figure it out. I've been
0: looking at the Uber Eats like, uh-uh. I we will go to the grocery it? store.
1: I hate about Uber Eats is like your meal will be like $12. But by the time you check out, it's, it's like
0: 24. It's like, it doubled. You
1: got to pay the delivery fee, Gosh. then the Uber Eats fee. They're so the- great <laughs> They have a small order fee.
0: And you still use them. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you use them religiously. That's insane. So
2: if Uber wants me to keep using, you guys got to spot Sweet Podcast. We have that need to Uber give Sweet
0: like cookie lessons or something or yeah. find him a meal prep. Or a find meal find prep my wife. service at, or I can't that. have it all. <laughs> You have three options for yourself. I can't have the, the wife dog.
1: might be the easiest option.
0: Wow, the wife—that's—I feel like that's the hardest. You think so? <laughs> Finding a wife or a husband? Yes, I don't trust anybody no more. Anyways,
1: what's the book of the day, y'all? At least it has some trust issues. Yes, I do. Like
0: that's She's the got most her complicated. A couple times. Yes, hella.
1: <laughs> the book of the day today: Think and Grow Rich. Um, so essentially, this book. Is like almost like the Bible for investing. This book is going back to I think like or the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. I Probably
0: think. the this, 1800s. No, this yeah, <laughs> this
1: book is like literally it is almost like the Bible of investing and money. And essentially, it talks about you know thinking rich and growing rich and the principles that you need to accomplish those things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Highly,
1: highly, highly recommended. So that's
0: by Napoleon Hill, if you don't know. And today's quote is, he who works all day has no time to make money. And that's John D. Rockefeller, whose net worth is $340 billion. Not, not M's. Three hundred and forty. You ever been to New York, the Rockefeller Center?
1: Yeah, so Daisy mm-hmm. they they named their rock they named They their, got
0: long money too. They do. Cause I was watching the CJ uh CJ Walker Madam CJ Walker okay, yeah. documentary on yep. Netflix. And he was in and there. she lived next, next to door Rockefeller. To yep. And that was like mm-hmm. in the early like late 1800s yep. or whatever it was. So they got long money. No, <laughs>
1: very, very, very long. But at the end of the day you know that's the key you know if you're working all day mm-hmm. you have no time to make money mm-hmm. so you have to be able to work smart hustle smarter don't try to hustle harder and put no, the hours no. in you got to just res- reshape your mindset and then make the right investments
0: yes you got that's this it. and that's another episode i'm alicia ace west
1: i'm tui tui estate daniel king aka king sold
0: and that's millennials to millionaires
1: 2 M, gotcha